So, I'm just here to report everything y'all already heard. But you want to know something that you haven't heard? Over a billion dollars worth of money has been given out in the first day of free agency. Man, what a time to be an NBA player. What up, what up, what up, what up, what up? Welcome to another episode of Off Court Podcast with your boy. Man, I specifically took off of last week's episode just for the free agency bonanza that's happening on right now. Man, like I said in the intro, there has been over a billion dollars worth of money given out I ain't gonna say given out because earned in the NBA free agency so far but the domino the big domino that hasn't failed yet Kawhi Leonard let me start the show off with that Kawhi now two-time two-time um, champion two-time finals MVP a proven not only approving, but work this tail off to become the top three player, the one of the top three players in the game. Excuse me right now. I pray to God the rumors are false and people are just blowing smoke, but I do not. I, I pray he does not go to the Lakers. I pray he goes to the Clippers or stay in Toronto. You want to know why? Because if he goes, if he doesn't go to L.A. and go to either the Clippers or stay with Toronto, they now, they not only becomes the favorite because they, they are the, the uh, defending champions, but the fact that the league has got so much more interested because now we don't know who is going to win the 2020 NBA Finals. We don't know. Toronto, yes, they got a good team, but they're a little, they're a little agey. You know, they're a little agey. Solid team. Let's not get that twisted. Pascal Siakam, Fred Van Fleet, young, but Kyle Larry, 32. No, 33. Uh, Serge Ibaka, 31. Um, Mark Gasol, 34. That's three of your three of your main core group that's over 30. Kawhi's gonna be what 27? Kawhi's probably Kawhi, Pascal, and Van Fleet are the youngest. But that just lets you, I'm just saying in general, like some of the main people you lean on, Kyle Larry, who is an all-star, improving throughout all the BS that was going on. Cause I was I was talking junk too. I was saying, man, he's a choke. He ain't never gonna be able to uh, lead a team past the first round or lead a team to the championship. He shut me up, and I'm so happy that he shut me up for some fact. He proved 
not only to to the naysayers, but it seems like he proved it to himself that he can do it, and he's he is at a caliber that can lead a team to a championship. I'm so happy for Kyle Lowry. Who I'm not happy for is DeMar DeRozan. Because, dang, that sucked. And it was true. He, he was the sacrificial lamb for the Toronto Raptors to win this championship. And I feel so bad for him and so sorry for him. But, hey, it's the business of basketball. Can't can't uh cry too much because, you know, he's drawing his tears on, on $100 bills. So, he ain't complaining too hard. But he was. Him and Larry are two of the only two that I know that just wanted to stay in Toronto and just bring that bring that franchise to prominence. They literally built that franchise for real. Like, let's be real. Yes, Vince Carter went there. Yes, they made a couple playoffs with Vince Carter there. But nobody wasn't checking for Toronto even with Vince Carter there. They wasn't. So, I mean, even then, they still wasn't checking Toronto, but they put Toronto on the map because, one, the year before that, they was number one in the East, you know, but they ran into that freight train that got doggone unbeatable man LeBron. Seems unbeatable. But um, back to Hawaii, I, I hope I hope and pray that he does not he does not sign with the Lakers. Because if he signed with the Lakers, it's almost – it's hard. It's hard when you got the three, three of the top ten players – Top, top seven. Cause I put AD right outside the top five, um, only because, and I'm not I'm not doubting his talent. Like let's AD, they call Christoph Porzingis the unicorn. Nah, AD AD is <laughs> AD is an alien, <laughs> you know. So it's just crazy because. I hate saying this, but it's true. His numbers did not equivalent to winning. I don't. All the seasons he was there in New Orleans, two playoffs appearance, one playoff win, one playoff series win. Now that's going to change in LA. I, I think LeBron's going to show him how to win, how to do more with less, um, how to maximize his skill set, because. Um, AD is is truly he he is a unicorn. He is the unicorn, not Christoph Porzingis, you know. Cause uh, AD, the only thing that concerns me with AD is injuries. Only thing, but with low management, I think that that will you know they'll get him ready for the playoffs and make a big run in the playoffs. But I just pray Kawhi doesn't sign with L.A. I know I keep repeating that and say that, but I'm just saying that from a competitive standpoint, a viewer. I'm saying I'm speaking strictly as a fan. I I want to see a very competitive NBA season. For the past two, we all know who was going to win. Two and a half. Until KD got hurt. Golden State was going to win the finals, you know. But they say every championship, you got to run into some type of luck. Um, You run into a lot of luck when you got KD on the floor. So, I believe Kawhi, I believe, I, I believe he was going to the Clippers until the reports came out that he wanted to speak to Magic and Genie. Because I believe Kawhi, even though he's quiet, don't get it wrong, Kawhi's a very, very intelligent guy. 
He's very intelligent. And I believe he wanted to talk to them two to figure out what the hell happened. Why you quit? And Jeannie, who runs the organization? Is it you or is it the Rambis family? Because if it's not you, if you're not, who's making the decision? Is it you, Rob Palenka? Is it the Rambis family? Because if it's not, if if I don't get a clear-cut answer and I don't feel insured, I'm not coming to L.A. That's how I think Kawhi's thinking. So, I think Jeannie is going to get on her shit because she's going to have to. But I believe L.A. is making a mistake in this sense. Let's switch gears real quick. Let's talk about L.A. in general. I believe they, they already got two major superstars. Like I said, they got two of the top seven players in the league. LeBron. Number three. Yes, I put Kawhi and KD ahead of LeBron. Let's argue, but we'll we'll do that later. And then you got AD, who I put right outside the top five, who's really six or seven, really six, you know, so top six players in the league. I don't think nobody would disagree with that. So I believe the $32 million that, that they cleared up I believe they should have just got a whole bunch of three and D guys. I believe, I think they're going out there. I think they're going to get J.R. Smith. Because as soon as Cleveland waved him, I think they're going to get J.R. Smith. And, you know, he's infamous for that game one fuck up <laughs> on the Henny. <laughs> I'm on that Henny. So, he infamous for that. But J.R. Smith is a great He's still a great player. He's still a great player because he can shoot threes. He he's a play. He's an underrated playmaker and an underrated defender. J.R. Smith locks up. He locks up. Let's be real about that. He locks up and he's a great. He's a great fit to LeBron. He's like, you remember James Jones from Miami? Everywhere LeBron went, he went because he just like shoot free rings, free finals appearances. You know, everybody was talking about uh, LeBron making, I think it was his sixth straight finals. Yeah, it was his sixth. I think that was right before James um, Jones retired. (laughs) He made six straight finals. He didn't play, but he made six straight finals. I know that's a bad example, but still, I'm just just stating the facts. But um, just on a serious note, back on a serious note. I believe they should have just loaded up. I think they should have just built around solid role players. I think now if they get Kawhi, cool. You know, I just wonder how much he's going to sign for because I don't think it's about the money with Kawhi. I know it's not about the money because if he, if he leaves, he's leaving a lot of money on the table, a lot. Don't get me wrong. He's making a lot, but I, and I think he'll make more in endorsements, but he's leaving – what a hundred and he can get off of four years, one, one eighty, one ninety, something like that. That's like the traditional max um, contract. But um, if I'm Kawhi, if I'm going back to Toronto, I'm signing a one and one, one and one, one year, one year player option. And let's see what you do. Excuse me, had to yawn real quick. But if I'm Kawhi. 
if I'm going back to Toronto, let me rephrase that. I'm signing a one year, one year player option. So I'm signing a one and one. If I'm going to LA, which they already have a solid team, people sleep on how good the Clippers are. If I'm, if he goes to the Clippers, LeBron, LeBron don't want to play against Kawhi because he already know Kawhi is a problem. He He's not, I ain't going to say he's a LeBron stopper because LeBron's still going to get his numbers. But how LeBron has to work is LeBron hate being guarded by Kawhi. He hates it. You know, he hates it, but he loves it because I'm not going to try LeBron like he's not a competitor. Like he's not one of the top three greatest players to ever play the game. I'm not going to try him like that. That's, that's what I'm not going to do. But LeBron... If he get Kawhi, he's like, I ain't got to be guarded by Kawhi no more. Don't have to. And that's pretty much, he's, LeBron always said that, I want to play with great players. They can say what they want, I want to play with great players. And I'll talk about that on another podcast. You know, I'll talk about that on the next podcast or something like that. But, um, man, I'm telling you, this, this free agency is crazy. So, I'm looking at it now. So, J.J. Reddick went to New Orleans. So, they got rid of, well, Julius went to New York. Julius Randle signed with New York, three years, $63 million. Congrats. I, I congrats because he worked for it. He's a productive player. New York got a, a, a nice young roster, but, you know, um, they sell... They say New York been selling overhyped expectations. Yeah, we're going to get KD. We're going to get Ka- uh, Kawhi. We're going to get Kyrie. They ain't getting either. So, but that's, that's, man, we was, man, I, I'm going to have a whole segment on renting on New York because James Dolan needs to sell the freaking team because James Dolan has done a horrible job. The last time the Knicks won a championship, my mama, my mother wasn't even born. 70, man, my mother wasn't born. That's crazy. The last time the Knicks won a championship, my mother wasn't born. And I ain't even going to lie to you. I'll probably be an old man before the Knicks actually win a championship or contend for a championship at the rate that James Dolan's going. Because James Dolan has ran the the most prestige basketball prestige franchise into the crapper. James Dolan is the worst owner in sports franchise history. Cause it was rumored. I ain't going to say it was, it was true, but it was rumored that he didn't offer KD the max when KD wanted to go to New York. KD wanted to go to the Knicks. Kyrie wanted to go to Brooklyn. So, I believe if KD would have went to the Knicks, Kyrie would have went to the God Dog on Knicks instead of going to Brooklyn. They would have had KD, Kyrie, and they would have had DeAndre Jordan back. And on top of that, they would have had a, a nice young core around them to now become contenders. Now, you can sell... I ain't gonna lie. If they would have signed KD alone... They would have sold out season tickets that day. I ain't going to say that day, but the day that season tickets be open. You get what I'm saying? KD and Kyrie? You talking about 
the most, the most watched team in the NBA. Just because it's New York, it's the media capital of the world. So who they gonna start? Who they gonna push? Who the media gonna push? What did Katie and Kyrie do today? You talking about? You talking about? Literally, a a franchise in a city that's been waiting. Man, James Dolan ran that ran it into the ground. Yes, they got Dennis Smith Jr., who's a who's a good young player. Yes, they got Kevin Knox, who's a good young player. They got uh, um, Mitchell Robinson, good young player. Uh, who else? Um, R.J. Baird, who's potentially got to be, a, who can be an all-star in the NBA. But we just got to see how his career rolls. But the only thing the Knicks done well was hire David Fixdale, an underrated coach. Underrated. That's the best thing the New York Knicks has done since I've been a baby. You know, they want to talk about, well, we had Patrick Ewing. I was a kid when Patrick Ewing was playing. I remember watching Patrick Ewing play. One of the most unappreciated Hall of Famers, top 50 players in history. He's probably, he is the only Hall of Famer that hasn't played with another Hall of Famer in the top 50. If I'm... Yeah, I'm correct. He's the only Hall of Famer that hasn't played with another Hall of Famer. You look at all the great centers in the history of the league. Tell me who's another Hall of Famer he played with. Anthony Mason? John Starks? Don't get me wrong, those were good players back in the day, but they aren't Hall of Famers. They not franchise movers. They ain't changing the course of your franchise. And then you want to talk about, shoot, well, they signed Amari Stoudemire. That's after the fact they didn't get LeBron. After the fact. Let's be real about it. After the fact. And then, uh, well, we got Amari Stoudemire, who was an all-star. Amari Stoudemire was on the downside of his career when he signed. Well, we got Melo. Melo, yes, he was a great player. He brought excitement to the guard. But y'all already knew he wasn't going to bring y'all to a championship. And I like Melo. But Melo ain't going to bring y'all to no doggone championship. Let's be real. And then who? Tell me something. Since, since you know, I just want to make sure I ain't talking too much shit. Tell me something. Name five other players that played with Carmelo besides J.R. Smith and Amon Shepard. Name them. Don't worry, I'll wait. See what I'm talking about? New York hasn't done a damn thing since literally the best thing they ever done was draft Patrick Ewing in a modern era. The best thing they ever done. So New York is, man, I'm, I'm done with New York. I wish them the best. I pray to God James Dolan sells the team because he's, he's a, he's a rich kid with, who think he can solve all his issues with. I can't even say money because why would you not offer KD the max? KD at 50% is still better than 50% of the league. 20% of the league. 10% of the league. 
KD at 50% is still better than 10%. Uh, I'm sorry, not 10, 90% of the league. I said that all wrong. But KD is a generational type score. KD can play until he's 40. Because of how good of a score he is. And on top of that, he gets it from all three levels. From the three ball, from mid-range, and from inside. And let's not, we ain't, we ain't even add the post up in the free throw line. So, KD's going to play, KD can play until he's 40. Being an all-star until he's 40. Because of how good of a score he is. He's more of a jump shooter. i see if he was an athlete. i see if he was a Russell Westbrook type. Derrick Rose type. Dennis Smith Jr. type. He's not that. He's athletic. Yes, he's going to lose probably a step. But at the same time, he's still going. He's seven foot with a handle. He can shoot over everybody like shooting over a chair. I would have offered him the max immediately at 601. But that's just that's just me. I'm I'm done ranting about the Knicks. So and then looking at it now, the Knicks reach a deal with Wayne Ellington. So the Knicks reach a deal with Wayne Ellington for a three-year uh, agree to a two-year deal. So whoop de do man. See what I'm talking about? Like they don't have nothing to look up to. I, if I was in New York, I don't want to, I don't want to go to a next game. It ain't going to be the first thing coming to my mind. So, but JJ Reddick signed with New Orleans, and I say this: Listen to this, and I'm y'all gonna think I'm crazy about sound, uh, saying this, but I'm gonna rewind this when it happens. I'm gonna rewind it, big dog. Check this out: New Orleans is going to make the playoffs, and not only are they gonna make the playoffs, they're gonna be a top five seed, and Philadelphia is going to be a bottom. Five to eight seed team. I believe Philly got worse. I believe Philly got worse. Because they have no shooting. How are you going to solve your outside scoring problems? I pray Ben Simmons is working on his mid-range, his jumper. Just to pull the elbow. I mean, you ain't got to be... Get this out your head that you got to be a three-point shooter. Let's be real. You ain't got to be no three-point shooter. Master the mid-range. You just got to be a jump shooter, period. Master the mid-range. I just, I just got done talking about one of the most deadliest scores, and guess where he scored from the most? The mid-range. Master your mid-range. Ben Simmons is a, is a goddamn devil in, in the full court, but as soon as it comes a half-court game, Ben Simmons... I'll say this. I'll say this. They can... They can change their roster up to be very deadly because they can always have one of the three in the um, in the game to work the post. Ben Simmons, Al Horford, Joel Embiid. But the only two that will be able to play with each other and be effective is Ben Simmons 
and Al Horford or Joel Embiid and Al Horford. So the, so the main denominator is Al Horford. Now, I wouldn't offer them four years, $109 million, but hey, if they're going to offer you that, Al, man, you better, you better sign that contract ASAP. So that's that's just me. That is just me. That That's just me. I'm not offering that much because Al Horford, what, 35? But hey, if he can get it, go ahead and get it. I ain't, I ain't knocking you. But Philly ain't going. They ain't going to be as good next year. Indiana has got better. Better. They signed Michael Brogdon to was it three year? Uh, I know it's eighty five million dollars, but I know I think it's. I want to say it's three, but I think it's four. I think it's four, but I think it's. Yes, four years, $180 million. Let me see, let me see. But, um, yeah, man, like, Indiana has gotten better. <sighs> Boston has gotten better. I'm happy for Kemba. I'm happy for him. Yes, I'm from North Carolina, so, yes, I want to see Charlotte be successful. Not only do I want to see Charlotte be successful, I want to see the only black majority owner in the NBA be successful. Yes, it's Michael. Most people hate Michael just because they hate him. It's Michael, but they rocking his shoes, which makes no sense. But I want to be successful because now that leads, that gets more people, more black people, the chance to get excited in owning a sports team. I believe the next blacks, um, black owner is probably going to be LeBron James. But that's here or there because I'm talking about free agency. We'll talk about that in a later podcast. But I'm just letting you know, I'm happy for Kimba. He's signing to Boston. And let me get the record straight because people are, to me, they, they throwing backhand compliments and disrespecting him, saying he's, he's what Kyrie do, but he's not as good. Don't sleep on Kimba. Kimba's nice. Kimba nice. And I, I posted this question about, uh, I want to say a couple months ago. Yeah, it was a couple months ago, beginning of the year. Who you got? Kimba or Kyrie? Everybody was saying Kyrie until I showed them what Kyrie, um, Kimba was doing to everybody in the league. And, uh, he on a bad team. Kimba's been doing this since UConn. Everywhere he's went, he put up numbers. Kimball is the only was the only thing to keep Charlotte afloat. Now I believe Michael made a smart decision in letting Kimball go. Because in fact, why would you pay that man all that money just to lose and not make the playoffs? And now I believe Michael needs to get more people around him that is not yes men, and that's gonna tell him no. This is not how we gonna freaking do it. This is not what creates a winning small market franchise. We got to build through the draft. We got to be able to develop players within our organization. And we got to get a coaching staff that knows how to coach young players. Get a couple vets in there. That's on the way out just to show the kids the way. But get a young group, a young core and a good uh, skill development staff. You're going to be straight. But I believe it was good that they let Kimba go. I want to see Kimba in the playoffs just to show y'all yahoos that Kimba ain't no joke. And I pray they play against Brooklyn so they can go one-on-one, Kyrie and Kimba. I pray that happens. I pray to God that happens because Kimba deserves his uh, his due diligence. Now, with that being said, Boston has gotten better. They have. 
People talking about, well, losing Al Horford. Eh, yeah, Al Horford was a difference maker for some fact. He can stretch the floor. He was a point He was a point center, make solid plays, play very good on the defensive end. Wasn't a shot, uh, a rim protector, but knew how to, knew how to, knew how to protect the rim without necessarily getting a block so what didn't what didn't show up on the stat sheet was the alternation of shots you get what i'm saying like that stuff don't show up on the stat sheet so he he may have games where he didn't get a block but he changed up 30 shots you get what i'm saying so those are stuff that don't come up on the stat sheet but with that being said as well who else we got oh utah man utah Utah, 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 man, are you serious right now, are you serious, but I'll come back to Utah after this short, small sponsor break, we'll be back. So, I ain't got no sponsor. I ain't got no sponsor right now. <laughs> oh, man. I was going to do my own business, shout out my own business. But, you know, most of y'all came from my Instagram page, a.k.a. SkillDoctor1 on Instagram. S-K-I-L-L-D-O-C-T-O-R-1. But, you know, I ain't got no sponsors. It's cool because, hey. We all got to start from somewhere. But um, I ended on Utah. Utah, Utah, Utah. Tell me something. Tell me something. Tell me Utah ain't top three in the chances of winning the NBA championship. Donovan Mitchell, Mike Conley. Uh, who else? Uh, shoot. Um, Bogdan Bonvanovich. Uh pray I said his name wrong. I probably didn't, but Bogdan Bondanovich. Donovich. Yeah, him. Anything with a bitch. Shoot that bitch. <laughs> Yo. Him. Rudy Gobert. Did they keep Joe Engle? I hope they kept Joe Engle. I hope they, I hope I pray to God they kept Joe Engle. But Joey. They had to let go of Derek Favors, which Dang, that that you have two rim protectors always in the game, but it is what it is. Sometimes you gotta lose some to gain some. But um, man, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, that that's crazy. That is crazy. I I love it. I love it, man. Utah's became a contender. I think Mike Conley is gonna be um seen on a bigger stage. But it's it's crazy, man. Uh, who else? Pat Beverly re-signed with the Clippers. Three years, 40 mil. And let me read something that Pat Beverly said that I think all players need to just really, really just, for real, like, players really need to, um, they really need to, um, hear this, man, because players don't understand not everybody's going to be a superstar. Not everybody's going to be a LeBron James, a Kevin Durant, a Steph Curry. But let me read this for y'all real quick. Not to get off topic. To whatever young kids who want to listen, be a star in whatever role you're in and accept it and take it seriously and be great in your role. It can change your life. Mr. 94 feet. 
pre-game. So, Pat Beverly is making millions of dollars just locking up. Pat Beverly got it straight out the mud. He got it straight out the mud. Let's be real. He got it straight out the mud. So, I'm telling you, like, if you just lock in, you tighten up, like, you can be the next defensive player of the year. You can be all defensive team. You can be all lead uh, um, lead the league in rebounders. Rebounding. I mean, it's ways, man, that you can really, really become great at what you do. Just got dog on. Just be true to who you are at the end of the day. For real. Because at the end of the day, everybody ain't going to be a superstar. And let's be real. 99% of the league is made up of other guys. What Shaq called. Kenny. Other guys. Meaning, not necessarily the superstar. Not necessarily the star. But the players who are key to winning a championship. And that's really what free agency is all about. That's why people are in a frenzy to get all these players. Because everybody wants the key guy that can put them over the top. Oh, let's talk about this. Derrick Rose. Two years, 15 mil for Detroit. I'm pretty sure it's a one and one. I ain't read the detail, but I just seen that. I'm happy for D. Rose for now. It seems like his career is back on track. D. Rose has always been a good player, and I believe D. Rose kind of after a while back, he got lost. Basketball almost kind of, I ain't going to say basketball, but everything outside of basketball that led to basketball kind of consumed him. So I think he just went through his own depression. I believe everybody goes through it. It's just some just show it more than others. But um, for real, I just, man, I'm happy for D-Rose, for real. Free agency is getting wilder and wilder. I really want to see what the Lakers do. I really want to see, let me rephrase that, see what Kawhi does. Um, I'm reading reports now. Rockets may have interest in Iguodala. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know why that's funny to me because they are still obsessed with beating Golden State. And Golden State is not a freaking contender no more. They not. Not this year, at least. You know, they signed D'Angelo Russell, which is a good move, um, in my opinion. But if they do not resign Kevin Looney, you can kiss the championship contention goodbye. <laughs> so that's just my honest to God opinion because I believe, man, for real. Like, Kevon Looney, I almost said Kevin Looney, but Kevon Looney is really, really a great player, man. He He's really, like, that glue guy off the bench, that spark off the bench. And even though some games he didn't have big numbers, he showed up big and defensive stops, rebounding, toughness. So, Kevon Looney, you know, he was that guy. But, um... I'm reading this as a part of the Lumi D'Angelo Russell Golden State trade. The Warriors are reportedly sending Andre Iguodala to Memphis Grizzlies for a projected first-round pick. Whether or not Andre would stay would want to stay with the young team like the Grizzlies remains to be seen. Providing the deal goes through, if Iguodala does end up going um, getting bought out of Grizzly at some point. Tim McAmore reports the Rockets would have strong interest in adding him. Duh. <laughs> if I'm the Rockets, I'm trying to add him too. If I'm any team, shoot. I'm trying to add him too. 
And that brings me to this point. I talked about Melo earlier in this podcast. Dude, I'm asking y'all a question. And I'm going to give y'all my thoughts on it. But first, let me ask y'all this. Do you think Melo is going to sign with any team? And if it's and if he does sign with any team, what would be the best team to sign with? Let me, man, it's it's tough because, like I said, I really do like Melo. I really do. I I I, I love Melo Gang. I think he gets a lot of flack because um, he he's he he playing in the wrong era. His game is suited for the wrong era. Let me say that. Didn't say that much because he's more of an ISO score. The league is out of that now, more ball movement, man movement. But I believe Melo can be very, very successful in the second team um, setting coming off the bench because he can be the star roller of that, that bench. And can't nobody on the second team young because he either is going to have a young player on him, which he can just beat him with veteran savviness and little um, tricks of the trade. Or he's going to have an older player on him or an older player on him that he can just either overpower or just be more skillful. That's going to just be better. That he's going to be better than. Let's be real. Because Melo's still top 10 score right now. Yeah. If Gilbert was playing in this uh, this generation, Gilbert would be a top 10 score. You know, but, you know, give it out here. <laughs> bringing guns bang bang <laughs> but but Gil is one of my favorite players too as well but um that's off topic but let's get back to Melo Melo man I ain't even gonna lie to you his only choice his only choice if it's his boy his banana boat crew if his boy LeBron James get him to play get him a one-year deal at LA for the veteran minimum and I don't believe Melo wouldn't. I believe he'll take that deal. Because Melo done made way, way more than enough money. Way more. You know, he made $80 million in New York. Um, he made another, what was it, $20 mil in Houston. I'm just giving you guesstimates because I don't remember the exact numbers. Um, I think he even getting paid from Atlanta from that trade. I read somewhere about that. I don't know how true that is. But uh, that um, OKC bought him out, so he's going to get keep getting paid from OKC. He's going to keep getting them OKC checks. And um, like I said, Houston paying them 20 mil, paid them 20 mil. But, um, and of course, they weighed him. So he's getting paid from Houston and OKC. Damn, Melo, yo, that's a hustler. <laughs> Your ass is a hustler. Shit. But um, if I'm mellow, I'm trying to sign with the Los Angeles Lakers. And not only am I trying to sign with him just to play, um, he he one have to accept being on the bench, coming off the bench. Maybe he he probably he's gonna be the first guy coming off the bench. So I don't know why Melo's tripping when it comes to that and just play starter minutes. You know, but come off the bench, you know, kind of a Lou Will role. But um, if Melo don't sign, man, what a fall from grace. Because I, I want Melo to end his career off on a good note. Um, 
And then on top of that, I think it would change people's perspective, uh, perception of him, because Melo's kind of been perceived as a kind of a, a team killer or franchise killer. You know how people, uh, how people in old media uh, perceive him. Well, you know he caused the Knicks dysfunction, and you know OKC is uh, cap locked because of him. Houston is cap locked because of him. Uh, man, look. You know, at the end of the day, Melo's still a, he's still a, for real, he's a top 25 player. Top 25. Nah, I'm, I'm reaching. He's a top 10 scorer, but not a top 25 player. That makes sense. Because uh, he will, he still will be a liability on defense, you know, but if I'm Melo, shoot, I'm guarding somebody who can't shoot. So, you know. I won't get blown by. But um man, I'm telling you right now, man, free agency has been crazy. Like I said in the beginning, over one billion dollars in contract money has been earned in this year's NBA free agency the first day. That's crazy. But um man, I keep y'all updated. I have more podcasts coming up soon. Um, for my 10th episode, I'm going to do something kind of crazy. Well, kind of controversial. All objective, you know, because everybody going to have their own views and people going to say, oh, that's the easy way out. But I'm going to piss some people off by some people on the list. Well, I'm definitely going to give you a top 10 greatest player of all time list. Um, I'm definitely going to do that. Coming the 10th episode, I already got it set. Um, but these next few episodes is definitely going to be something to help you in your off-season work. You in the month of July, you ain't got doggone too late. But God damn it, time is winding down. So if you're not in the gym working on your shit, I'm a coach. So I'm telling you from a coach's perspective, don't expect to play a whole lot or be effective a whole lot especially you going into to all my high school players you going into your junior your senior year and you ain't putting in work it's a wrap don't expect nothing because too much who much is given much is required if you want to get something you got to work for it faith without works is dead uh, to all my juco players my sophomores hell even the freshmen that coming in the freshmen and sophomores look if you ain't putting in the work don't expect nothing to all my college players if you going into your senior year and you ain't doing you ain't did jack diddly squat don't expect nothing to hey hey even the professionals you already see it's first day of free agency you ain't putting in work and you ain't been productive don't expect no contract homie for real like so i'm really gonna get into what you can do i'm gonna try and talk you through to what you can do to become a better player uh next episode i was supposed to drop it this episode but i'm gonna do it next episode because i want to talk about free agency first the fake work epidemic definitely want to do that that because you know it's a lot of people that's doing that fake work you know look good on the ground but you ain't doing no real work but um i'm babbling on i'm being uh, I'm babbling on i'm monologuing <laughs> So, but man, I love y'all. Thank y'all for tuning in. Thank y'all for listening. I will see y'all in the next episode. Peace.